There are people, powerful people, who wanted Jesus dead. That's how our gospel begins today. Uh, And Jesus, he goes up to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles, despite this danger posed to his own life, but he does so in secret. Even still, at the end of the gospel, we read that the authorities had an opportunity to arrest Jesus. But no one laid a hand upon him. Why? Did he work some miracle that astounded the crowds? Did he speak words of wisdom that, that amazed everyone and stunned them? No, simply because his hour had not yet come. That is the reason why the authorities tried to arrest him, but failed. What kind of an explanation is that? Well, let's, let's look at this gospel a little more, and we'll see if, if we can't find something of an explanation. So the passage for our gospel, it skips around quite a bit today. It begins with John chapter 7, verses 1 to 2, then skips over to verse 10, and then from 10, it skips to verses 25 to 30. Okay, so it's really um, a hodgepodge of, of verses for our, page, for our passage today. Like I said, the passage begins by saying Jesus was going to Jerusalem for the Feast of Tabernacles, yet he went up in secret because the Pharisees, the scribes and high priests, wanted him dead. And they certainly believed Jerusalem was their town, uh, and they had the power to punish uh, somebody they saw as a troublemaker like Jesus of Nazareth. Yet Jesus goes up to Jerusalem in secret until verse 14, which is not in our gospel which says this, when the feast was already half over, Jesus went up into the temple area and began to teach. So much for keeping a low profile. He might as well have said, hey guys, here I am. Yet still, no one laid a hand upon him because his hour had not yet come. In our gospel, even the people in the crowd say, isn't this the one they're trying to kill, yet they're letting him speak openly? Why? Because his hour had not yet come. Jesus will later explain in the Gospel of John that no one takes his life from him, but he lays it down so that he can take it up again. No one takes his life from him. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when Judas and a cohort of soldiers come to get Jesus, a cohort, by the way, is 500 soldiers. When they come into the garden to arrest Jesus, Jesus says, whom are you looking for? And they say, Jesus the Nazarene. And Jesus says, I am. And immediately, that cohort of men and Judas, they are turned around and they fall to the ground. And this happens a second time. Jesus says, whom are you looking for? And they say, Jesus the Nazarene. And he says, I am. And they are knocked down on the ground, and they turn around and are knocked on the ground. Why? Because he's pronouncing the divine name, because Jesus is God, and thus he is in complete control. He, uh, nobody takes his life from him. He lays it down. He came into the world for a purpose, and in due time, his hour would come upon him, and he would lay down his life only to take it up again. His hour had not yet come, so they couldn't arrest him because he was in control. And this ought to give us tremendous confidence because 
God is still in control. Nothing escapes his will. All things still work for the good for those who love God. So we have to trust in God. In God, who is our Heavenly Father, who by his loving providence guides and orders all things. I know that I must sound like a broken record, as I've been preaching on providence a lot. Yet it is a truth we need to be reminded of, especially in difficult times like these. God is good. He is in control. All things work for the good for those who love God. So, let us trust in him.